Gracious Heavenly Father, we are blessed to dwell in the shelter of the Most High, and we thank you for resting us in the shadow of the Almighty. Your power and love are your rod and staff to protect us and guide us. Speak your powerful words to us so that we will follow you today with the praises and faith. In the highest name of Jesus, we pray. Amen. Let's read 2 Timothy chapter 1, verse 13 to 18. What you have heard from me, keep as the pattern of a sound teaching, with the faith and love in Christ Jesus. Guard the good deposit that was entrusted to you. Guard it with the help of the Holy Spirit who lives in us. You know that everyone in the province of Asia has deserted me, including Phygelus and Hermogenes. May the Lord show mercy to the household of Onesiphorus, because he often refreshed me and was not ashamed of my chains. On the contrary, when he was in Rome, he searched hard for me until he found me. May the Lord grant that he will find the mercy from the Lord on that day. You know very well in how many ways he helped me in Ephesus. Today's text is another quintessential passage about our conflict and God's comfort. After Apostle Paul commanded Timothy to keep, guard, and pass on the good deposit of the gospel and his sound teachings, he shared his struggle and God's sustaining grace. First, let's look at the Paul's struggle and conflict. He said in verse 15, everyone in the province of Asia has deserted him, including Phygelus and the homogeneous. Paul did not say some people left him, but everyone in the province of Asia left him. That expression reveals that at this time, Paul must have felt a colossal failure. Not just a small or a regular failure, but a colossal failure. Paul had spent a lot of time in province of Asia, particularly in Ephesus. Remember Acts 19, when he taught them daily in the whole of Tyrrhenius for two years, and the entire Asia Minor heard the gospel? These people, these Christians in Asia Minor and Ephesus had been dear to him and he to them. And now he said they turned away from him. What does it mean by deserting? While the verb desert here refers to doctrinal defection later in 2 Timothy chapter 4, verse 4 and Titus chapter 1, verse 14, however, the present text does not say anything to suggest that desertion was anything other than personal. Also, the word everyone here is often used in a general sense, so it must not be taken literally to mean the total defection. Phygelius and Homogeneus were not called the heretics, as Hymenius and Philetus were called later in chapter 2, verse 17. So probably they were too trusted associate and whose defection of abandoning, abandonment of Paul must have hurt Paul the most. So Pauline scholars think that by everyone left or deserted means that they had stopped sending financial support to Paul. 
People in jail in the first century were not provided for by the state, other than prisoners of war who are later auctioned off or sold. Most uh, civilian uh, prisoners, especially those in the uh, capital punishment, waiting for capital punishment, they were entirely dependent on friends and family to bring them the basic necessity of a life. Paul had been relying on his friend from Asia to keep in touch and to look after him. In particular, he had been hoping that Phygelus and Homogeneous would remain loyal supporters, but they didn't. As a result, Paul was feeling a colossal failure and let down at this point, completely deserted and forsaken. Have you felt a colossal failure about your life or your work? That nobody, have you felt that nobody cares about what I do or what I go through? Today, God's sustaining grace and comfort came to Paul through a faithful friend named Onesiphorus. Here, Onesiphorus stands in beautiful contrast to others. Onesiphorus and his household had come to the rescue and stood by Paul. Onesiphorus is only known to us from this passage, and we don't know much about him. We don't hear about him anymore after this passage. But don't let his lack of fame ignore his faithful kindness to his friend. Today, this reference tells a large, really large and impressive story of a true comforter and faithful co-worker in Christ. We know three things about Onesiphorus from verse 16 and 17 and 18, and each of, each of them is very instructive as we think about Christian work in our own days and about how to comfort others in this pandemic. To begin with, Onesiphorus did what Paul was urging Timothy to do a few verses ago. He was not ashamed of a Paul as a prisoner. That actually is a praying it mildly, mildly. Not being ashamed might sound to us as though he simply thought about Paul kindly from time to time. But no, Onesimus didn't just think, he actually acted. He was prepared to be associated with Paul, to search for him and to look after him. He was frightened of being known as a friend and colleague of a someone with the reputation of being social, politically, socially, politically, and religiously subversive. In other words, Onesiphorus was a positive about the Paul's suffering and imprisonment for Christ. What was more, Onesiphorus didn't just happen to stumble upon Paul in Rome. He actually decided that he might do, actually do something for him. So he took an initiative, sought him out, and found him. And undeterred by the new and unfamiliar city and surrounding, he got on and made inquiries and tracked Paul down. Verse 17 said, on the contrary, when he was in Rome, we must know that Onesiphorus was, didn't go Rome as a businessman or international businessman. The reason he was in Rome is he was looking for Paul because the next, and the, immediately Paul said, he searched hard for me until he found me. 
Once again, we must recognize travel back then was not as convenient as today. There was no airline. He had to walk. He had to ride a boat for many, many days and slept who knows where. And then carrying all, carrying all the you know, money for, to take care of Paul. And then when he arrived in Rome, it's an unfamiliar city. Onesiphorus is a Greek. I don't, even though people understood Greek, but it's a Rome is an Italian city. I'm not sure how much he's fluent in Latin. But anyway, he asked people, and today Paul is famous. Back then, who knew about the Paul? There are not many Christians back then. So inquiry after inquiry. You know, the most moving verse today, he searched the heart for me until he found me. It reminds me of a story of a Jesus in, in Luke chapter 15. The, the shepherd go, uh, went after the lost sheep until it was found. Fine, and so he didn't give up. And finally, Onesiphorus found Paul in the dungeon called the Mamertine prison. Can you imagine the joy when Paul first time heard Onesiphorus calling his name? And then saw each other in Roman Mamertine prison? Onesiphorus was not only positive for Paul's crisis and suffering, he was persistent to support his friend. Finally, Onesiphorus' help was also practical. No doubt Paul enjoyed simply having him there. But when he said that he refreshed me, Paul literally meant that Onesiphorus brought him food and drink and perhaps money to buy more after he has gone. By the way, I am very grateful and praise the Lord for many uh, Forest Community Church members visiting other members and VIPs with the different food dishes and dessert. I was uh, one of those uh, beneficiaries, so I am very grateful. Let us not underestimate the practical help that we render to others, especially friends and family in the struggle of a pandemic. Now, I have a question for all of us. Do you have a friends like Onesiphorus? Do you know the more important question we need to answer is, am I Onesiphorus to others? Or am I Phygelius and homogeneous? Let's pray. Gracious Heavenly Father, Today, we thank you for all the Onesiphoruses through whom you comforted us in our critical times. It is your, our prayer that we become Onesiphorus to our friends and BIPs and even MIAs. Especially in this pandemic, help us to find our friends in emotional, mental, spiritual, even financial dungeons and support them with a practical help. May forests find your mercy to become a community of Onesiphorus, where we extend the shelter of the Most High to the others. Help us to enlarge the shadow of Almighty with, your love, with our love and care today. In the name of Jesus Christ, our Good Shepherd, who seeks each one of us until each one of us are found. We all pray in Jesus' name. Amen.